are, and welcome to a regular episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast, because all of the South by Southwest shenanigans are over. We hope you had an amazing time, as, as much as we did, following all the interviews and all of the fun stuff we did. But we are now back, the three of us, in the studio-ish, well, remote studios with each other. Um, I am here minus a certain amount of cartilage and muscle, because I am post-surgery. Becky is post South by Southwest, and Lily is in the middle of a martial arts championship of sorts. Um, do I have it right, everyone? Um, yes. No, I thought with Lily she was filming season four, five oh, of Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. What, what, like what season are they even, on? Now? I can't. Because your life is like Lily's, a real life version yeah. of Cobra. Kai. Her life yes, is and I text. I constantly. Kai. You missed this because you had surgery. Because I didn't want to stress you out. I was constantly texting Becky up. the Cobra Kai stuff of the things that I ha- could have had surgery on that would keep me out of the loop. Having my right arm down for six weeks makes it really hard to follow anything because I can't type to keep. <laughs> track this is actually probably the chance to tell me anything that's going on is right now in this 30 minutes we have to tell this episode (laughs) do this episode but let's start with becky this was your first south by southwest what what's your what was your impression of going through the experience with your big brother i would say i officially entered the shy metaverse of (laughs) the the, i don't know the (laughs) The metaverse of shy, where we've joked about vacation shy and India shy, but South by Southwest shy, you are entering a different dimension, a different universe of never stop, never stopping. It, 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 I would, I, I, it was an out of body experience. Lily, while I wish you were there so badly because I missed you so much, I I, I don't think you would have made it. I would have left. Genuinely, don't, don't think on... you would have made it. I didn't make it. I, I, at one point, I crashed so hard. Shy is banging on my door for like ten minutes. I had to wake call hotel up. the hotel front desk to say like I think something happened to my sister. Can you please call her room <laughs> and to get wow. me up? Because I yeah. Like, so it was. I knew. Has, I here, knew it was intense when Becky said to me. I'm so jealous I gets to have surgery after South by Southwest because <laughs> then, then he'll get to rest. <laughs> but you know what I have to tell you, coming back to my two small children who are three and five, they don't seem exhausting at all now. I'm like, this is so easy. <laughs> Why seven whole hours of sleep? You know, I mean, I just, I, it's day. really amazing. The things that shy will hustle for. Like, mm-hmm. not touring Greece, Ugh. not like the oh, Louvre so hot in the summer. No, like, very crowded. Look, but but I will say here. Wait, but here are my other takeaways from Austin. Austin loves Topo Chicos. That was huge. So did, so did I try. love we I love how there. much Austin loves Topo Chicos. There is a Topo Cheeks everywhere you went. You could always grab one. It was great. That was probably one of my my biggest highlights. In addition to, you know, all the wonderful people and films and artists and that, but the the constant flow of Topo Chico's was really special. And uh, I, I'll say that Becky did an amazing job and and other than one or two times when she ran out of gas, totally kept up. And I would say I kept going even when I ran out of gas. And that resulted in one particular incident where <laughs> we had returned from the hotel <laughs> with our podcast gear. And I get to my door and my 
key card wasn't working. And I was so annoyed, and I did not want to bring my stuff back. Remember, I'm on the I'm on the cusp of shoulder surgery, so dragging the stuff back and forth was not fun. So I left our two huge fancy Pelican cases outside my door. Went downstairs. With all the gear for those who aren't in the know. Yeah. Went downstairs with all the podcast gear and our interview with Sean Menard and Rick Campanelli about much music, which was which maybe was one of such the best a great interview to interviews we've to. ever done. So everything was on in those bags. And I went downstairs. I got my key card refreshed. I went back up to my room, walked in, was getting ready to lay down for a few minutes and then edit the episode. And I realized the Pelican cases were gone. And Where's Becky at this point? Becky was downstairs getting something to eat. I was maybe. at some. I was getting some lunch at the coffee shop yeah. that's in the hotel. So, so I realize as I leave my room that the cases and the gear are nowhere to be found, and so I run outside my door. The door closes behind me, so now I'm barefoot with no key, no ID. <laughs> And no ability to get, and none of my gear. Oh, that's why you were running around barefoot being like, I don't have a key. I was like, yeah. wait, 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 half I, your stuff was so in your room and I'm half your stuff was missing. I'm running through the lobby. Wait, oh, wait, wait. So I, take the, I don't understand. Wait, sorry. Okay, I, I, I'm going to explain it. Yeah. Shy goes, he goes upstairs to go in his room with the Pelican cases. His key's not working. So he goes downstairs to but get a new shoes. key. He's wearing no, no, shoes. He I, goes downstairs yes. to get a new key. He comes back upstairs to his room, swipes his key, goes in, puts his backpack down, takes his shoes off, getting ready to nap, and all of a sudden he realizes, <laughs> oh my god, my Pelican cases are missing. Runs out of the room in like in like a panic. No because shoes. He's now sleep no deprived, wallet, like six no days sleep deprived. And now he's my, locked my system, his brain is not like his brain is my, mush. My, my system is like Chris Traeger in uh, in Parks and Rec, it's a microchip. If one grain of sand gets into the microchip, the whole system breaks down. No, I feel like it's the opposite. You're like this bionic, incredible man who's able to do this, and you just reached like the system is shutting right. the, down. The, like you just this was on maxed the out last day. Yeah, this was yeah, on the last. You maxed day. out. So I, I so I run out. Then Becky sees me in the hallway. I'm running barefoot through the lobby of the Fairmont Hotel to the bell captain to the front desk. Did did someone move my stuff? You know, it's a very nice hotel. Oh, so maybe... I'm I'm talking to all the. There's a maintenance person on our floor. We're tracking down all the that the cleaning staff. We're looking and the in count, the footage. The footage. The, we're checking the footage. That the security guy was footage. so nice. So I mean, they nice. have very important people staying in this hotel, and here they are tracking. We all know the there's very important exits. people staying because that's another whole story. How we were in one tower of rooms and yeah. all the very important people were definitely in the other in the one. other tower. that's right it's charles a lot dance of famous people getting from from uh <laughs> game of thrones was in the other you weren't running into delroy Del 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 was there coming from the right. gym and that was one of the times we barely we got on the wrong elevator anyway so uh after we then had an interview we had to do the, the we went and did the interview um uh about um about bloody hell Bloody Hell. With DeFaro. Which, which is which is a very cool film. And Kai Griffin, which is amazing. Yeah. And, and uh we were, I was very you, fortunate to be part of that. It was awesome. But I will say it. if we're telling this in real time, I jump on that interview and you look very frazzled. Yeah. But you and Becky don't point, look like I was, yourselves. <laughs> I didn't want to make you nervous. So we went and we did the interview. And then I proceeded to, I had already run up the floors under the assumption that maybe I'd gotten off on the wrong floor. And I had run up and checked one by one via stairs, six floors up from our floor. And then after the interview, I went down another six you know, floors. Hold on. Hold on. I got to tell you, 
I went to go check one of the floors below and I got to the floor below us. We're on the 20th. This was the 19th floor. And I literally think to myself, what kind of idiot would get off on the wrong floor? I'm not going to waste time going from floor to floor. I'm going back up But to also, the room. you had a great point because you were like, you're in the 20s. If he got off on the wrong floor, it's 20 and up because he got off 21, off 22. Like, you're not getting off of 16 because it, the numbers are so sense. different. So I, I went to 19. Well, I, wasn't gonna, I didn't, didn't get off on 16 either. You, got, well, <laughs> you didn't account for how mush his brain but, was. But it is true. In the time Becky did one floor, I did six. And then I did the other six. <laughs> Becky was highly unmotivated. <laughs> Becky was like, I'm just going home. I'm just leaving all my I'm stuff. Like, I'm, I'm, just sure going to the by, I'm sure it's covered by insurance. <laughs> so I was like, like, wait, does so this mean we don't have to record anything else? <laughs> Becky was like, upside, you don't have to carry your stuff home. <laughs> She's so, so tired. <laughs> so... Anyways, we found all the stuff on the 14th floor. The reason why my key in the first place hadn't worked is that I was trying to get into someone else's room on the 14th floor. And then I left that person was there. Nobody, nobody stole your stuff because it was sitting outside that stuff. door for about an hour and a half. You were worried about it getting stolen within like 30 seconds. It sat for an well, hour Becky and a half and no one took amazing, it. This amazing theory that someone was casing us. That they were like following well, us. Because Becky was like, like, it was such a short window of time. Someone had to have and, been. And and I had the window totally set because I, I was And Shai's like, no, someone. but my key was in my back pocket. Why? What is it working? I was like, they demagnetized it. <laughs> <laughs> and we're waiting for their opportunity. So we had a whole Ocean's Eleven story about someone trying to steal $400 worth of equipment. No, no, it's a little more than $400. But But I was laughing so hard because that's how Charlie Migraine is. They were like, aha, we've stopped them from releasing their Much Music interview. (laughs) Which was... Unbelievable. I mean... MTV was behind the whole heist. MTV was behind the whole thing. (laughs) That was truly one of the... That was... It was was such a relief. And at that point later in the day, Becky, Becky and I are walking back to the Wonder House... Put on by University of Arizona, so which are just the most amazing people. Place. Joe, Misha, Chad, uh, everyone who worked there were so great to us, made us feel so part of the family, and uh, made sure that all of our guests were well taken care of. Also, um, uh, we were headed back, and Becky just looks to me and she says, "Well, I know we can do anything now." And I said, "Oh wow, because this was such an intense pace, and we've had so many cool interviews." And Becky was like, "No, because we have our gear." Otherwise we can, we we can do, do more anything. interviews. You know, we can do more inter- <laughs> and you know what? We sat down and we did two more fabulous interviews. Yes. Had we not had the gear, we would not have two of our favorite interviews of the week. And and I want to just shout out to Vox Rea, uh, a duo uh, siblings. So out, out sibling, of Canadian, Canadian sibling duo. That was really cool. And yeah. I've been listening to their music nonstop. Goes very well. With surgery recovery, their music—it's noir pop, really cool melodies, very, very, very good. Goes really, really well with sedation and and sort of just like getting in a bath of sound. I highly recommend it. Really good people who like Muna will like Vox Rea a lot. And then the other band, the Trials of Cato, were great. We actually did a lot more music in general this year, so we did mm-hmm. those. We talked to Holly Montgomery, uh, who is a member of the family from from our area, from our hometown. And then we met Jenny Langer, who sings at the who sings with the Bow. Yeah, that, that that was pretty. That was that was great. And we so went we got to, to go see we their shows, which was fantastic. The music festival quite a bit. So all that being said. Um, uh, Lily, do you have questions for us about the experience, about the things that we absorbed, 
you know, what, 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 what do you want to interview us? I have so many questions. I um, apologize that everybody who lives at my house is at my house. And, and then people who don't, and then, and then people who don't live at my house are also at my house. The so I apologize if there's noise. Probably in Becky's house. She yeah. is. <laughs> she's at my kitchen table. Um, you know why she's at my house though? Cause your house is too cold. She had to come over to, she's shivering. <laughs> Sounds accurate. <laughs> um, so, so I want to like, I'm, I thought I would have more FOMO than I did. So let's talk about me for a second. Okay, I thought yeah. I would have more FOMO than I did. There was a few reasons I didn't. One was that it seems scary. The rhythm <laughs> that you guys were keeping, like the pace just seemed terrifying. And I, you know, I don't do well in those wear situations. comfortable shoes. That's my best um, advice. And then my trick is short naps. Yeah. That's not like my style. I like preferred like nine hours of sleep at night. And so, um, and then lots of rests during the day, but I want to know what was like the most, what was the most surprising event for you or interview or food even like, what I know you love the Topo Chico's, but shy, you had already been there. Was there something that you were just so pleasantly surprised that was different this year or that you felt like, oh, I got that practice and I was able to handle this better. And Beck, was there something that you just didn't expect from from going? Who you met or who the opportunities you know that what? arose? You know what? It, um, Fancy parties. Or the, whatever. the sincere friendliness of everybody there. The, yeah. the, the, that surprised me that people just really would chat with you and then if you saw them again the next day or evening which was really common saying hello again it it was a really it felt like a a, a community did, vibe you did, know you, you do fake. make like south by southwest camp friends and there end up being people that are on the same rhythm as you and you see them a bunch over the days that you're there yeah and you end up having that's crazy because there's thousands of people there like half a million people or something yeah. insane that come in for but it. Yet, so, so yeah. yet you somehow end up, like I said, in this rhythm and that real sort of camp friend camaraderie vibe that ends up happening and how you, you make buddies and, and it, and it was my first time, but so many of these people have been there before. And so I think they go into it again with that attitude. And, uh, and that was really surprising. Um, it was, that was particularly special. And, and it was really fun. We had friends from last year, Tony and Morgan, who are our friends last year. They came and hung out a couple times. And uh, and then uh, we made lots of uh, new buddies. Like in the true spirit of Friday Night Movie, we made lots of new members but of the family. In my fangirl moment, my fangirl moment was mm -hmm. being at the after party for one of the, the films that was showing this fantastic movie, Bottoms. And getting to chat with one of the the the, the stars of the of the movie, one of and the the actors in the movie, Ruby Cruz, who oh, yeah. stars in the show Willow in the TV show Willow that Shy and I are really big fans of, and getting to just have a few moments. And it was before to... it was probably the day before the news was announced publicly that it was canceled. Yeah, so, so we were able to honestly be at a good time. But she such a a. a friendly positive young person it was really cool to just be able to share our love for that show um and we're sad we're very sad that it's canceled i'm kind of holding out hope that maybe they'll do a movie 
Yeah, like a wrap-up movie. movie. I mean, must, they deserve they it. Do a movie. Yeah, they deserve it. I mean, it's so it's the Ron it's Howard. So great. Ron Howard says he'll come in, and you know, I don't and know. I, imagine if he comes in and directs the like wrap-up movie. Two more hours of that show, right? It's not that big a deal. Um, and and I think you could wrap it up. It, it's not like it. it's not like the Mandalorian season three is doing that great. By the way, everyone like Disney should maybe think about. It's basically about it, going to the mikvah. <laughs> he literally read, needs to get to the mikvah. I just watched this YouTube video about how the Mandalorian has all of this Jewish stuff in it that I had no idea. Well, it's about a bunch that, of Orthodox so, Jews going to the mikvah, which so is not one... a great storyline for an action show. <laughs> <laughs> just hear me out do we see his face yet though because also they, we did at the, only end, of the end of season two we saw it. his face at the end of, i watched season two that's why he has to go to mikvah because he showed his face to grogu that's why he has to go he shows his face to grogu at the end of season two yeah have you yeah, not seen this show i thought he took his helmet off for the robot in the first one in the first season i, I don't know but i don't know if yeah, that counts he, it's a robot I don't remember him. All right, I clearly I a few episodes so. behind. <laughs> Anyways, um, Shy, anything surprise you? Um, uh, I wouldn't say surprising. I was just really thrilled with the the amount that we got to take in, which was amazing. We got to we got to see, you know, um, and I was I think one of the, the you know what the best thread though the most fun thread for me was the Canada thread. We kept running into. We kept oh, we kept great. connecting great. with Canadian, so many Canadian. artists. For example, um, Ali Panku, who directed "I Used to Be Funny" from Canada, the team from Two Ninety Nine Queen Street West, which is the must-watch documentary I've ever seen about the history of much music, um, and then uh, this this Vox Rea, and then one of the coolest parts was Emily Hampshire, known as Stevie from Schitt's Creek, Where starred in the film Appendage, which is great which is great, really funny horror comedy. Mm-hmm. When she arrived at the Wonder House during this very, like, it was the busiest moment of the entire time, and it was blazing heat, and walking her over to where we were going to chat beforehand, and I just said, Montreal, Shoshana Weinberger, and and uh, Kids in Action, I think, which was their acting school that they went to, and she immediately lit up, and it was as if we always knew each other, and she was so funny and gracious, and I think we it was like we had our own mini Canada thread going like sub thread of South by Southwest about which our Canadian great. artistic heritage, yeah, which was, was really very, awesome. It was very special. And, and then I think we ended on one of the best notes ever, which was Becky and I got to moderate the movie night for uh University of Arizona's students for um uh, and we had three amazing alum and students, Zach Lavorn, Sasha Reist, and uh, Roxy um Roxy has a long last name, and I just called her Roxy. And, I, uh, I just I, Denise I always... Stevens, Ibarra, that... I think. Yeah, Ibarra. Yeah, um, she has four names. Yeah, which I apologize, Roxy, but Roxy. Um, and uh, we Roxy um, Denise Roxy Stevens, Denise Ibarra. Stevens Ibarra. There we yeah, go. Yeah, we got it. Um, uh, uh, yeah, hopefully. And and so uh, that was just a fun opportunity for us to kind of like be part of the public sort of on stage show uh and showcase and 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 bring in like these three are obviously these are future you know mega stars of filmmaking so it'll be i think it just we felt like we were in the presence of greatness so that was a lot of fun um and uh a bunch of other funny things happened throughout um let's see uh 
Becky did note that Austin, not very big on vegetables. There were not a lot of vegetables offered throughout. Interesting. I was going to ask about the food. And the food was amazing. I mean, the Wonder House's food, they brought their own chef, Chef Omo, from from Arizona to be the chef on site. Their food was by far the best in the whole festival. But in general, yeah, it it's like a very amazing. meaty town. It's a very meat and corn-based well, town. It's in, as far te- as you're in Texas. A lot <laughs> of... But you forget when you're in Austin because it's so Tacos hippie, but like tortillas. not a lot of veggie options. Not a lot. Where, there are veggie options, but I think... But the it's... Wonder House made an effort to do vegetarian yeah. options every day. So that um, that was good, our, but yeah. Our, our other big celebrity... I had, we had like two celebrity freakouts, and one was Ruby Cruz, who's in the movie Bottoms, which is going to be just a huge, huge, amazing mm-hmm. monster hit, um, and uh, directed by Emma Seligman, who did Shiva Baby. And uh, but the other one was when we met this guy Caleb Heron, who he's he's in I used to be funny, and he's also in the m- music videos of uh, Muna in the video for Silk Chiffon. And he like walked into a bar and he very recognizable guy. He's a big dude with glasses. And and I, I stopped mid conversation and was doing a random thing. I'm like, oh my God, it's you. The movie's amazing. But we'd seen the screener. We hadn't seen the movie. He, so the movie hadn't been released yet. And he had just got off the plane. He was very concerned that he had missed the premiere. He was like, oh the my premiere? God. <laughs> He's like, oh my God, did I miss the premiere? I was like, no, no, no. So that was really cool. Um, That's pretty fun. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was, uh, what about you, Lil? What did you get up to watching? What about the things that uh, uh, for the festival that you watched? I, so we watched I, uh, an insane amount of movies. I mean, yeah. You guys watched way episodes. more than, it was, and it was all fantastic. Yeah. I feel like um, last year, even though Becky and I were traveling while you were there, somehow I feel like I was able to watch a lot more last year than this year. And I was sad to have missed um, a bunch of the great stuff that you guys got to see, especially a bunch of stuff that you guys got to see live, which was like there. Um, oh yeah. The premieres the and screenings and so stuff like fun. the, the ability through the podcast to get screeners is like an awesome privilege and is very cool, but even cooler is being there and getting to, you, you know, you guys say to see with other people in this, you know, very exclusive moment, which mm-hmm. that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. But um, as always, I loved, um, I, I, I loved, I, I loved the shorts last year and the shorts that I was able to see this year, I really liked, um, which was oh, yeah. Sprout and Funny Face. Um, I just think like the quality of those, I mean, maybe I got lucky or they're all that good. Or, I mean, I assume they're all that good because they're getting into this festival, but um, I'm excited for those to be available. I remember when last year we saw a bunch of great stuff and we were talking about it and nobody could see it. And then slowly things started to become available about six months later and we were able to share with our listeners. So I'm really excited to slowly be able to share those links mm-hmm. once they're available because there's some there's some really great stuff. But um as, in terms of the features, the doc about the Star Wars holiday special, which was such a great oh, episode wow. that yeah, we recorded. I was disturbance in the force. I was felt so lucky to be a part of that interview. Um and I can't wait for everybody to see that movie. And then I've been telling people about Bloody Hell, which was a fantastic film that I was able to see through the screeners. I can't wait. That's going to be, that has to be picked up, I'm assuming, and will be released at some point mm-hmm. where everybody can see it. Um, that was a, a great film. And it, I I think it's pretty refreshing to see a teen movie about serious issues. That's also heartwarming and comedic and um, just really well acted and well done. So 
Yeah, those were, that was very special. And watching, I mean, I got to be a fan. I got to watch you guys run around Austin and your hilarious videos. And, you know, yeah, I, I share them to like me and Becky's account, but, you know, but I'm consuming the content as a fan and hearing the interviews was great. So Thanks. yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I hope one day to be there. I might have to go incognito so you don't make me do all the stuff that you guys do. <laughs> but, oh, what are you doing here? That's so weird. <laughs> I would definitely say like you will need your own room. You and I can't share a room because there were times where we got back to the room and I had something like seven minutes to shower, change, do a whole, change my hair, do like a whole, and I would have like five to seven minutes. What, what's the like, so I kept hearing about you guys going to these parties at night. And then on Instagram, of course, I can see the South by page, right? Where there's the red carpets with all kinds of celebrities. How far removed are you from that world when you're there? Because obviously you guys are super famous, but so not necessarily. The red carpets, the red carpets are, are media things. And that's where you're on the media side. You're not walking the red carpet unless you're. We do not walk invited. the red carpet, Lily. To be honest, no, I I know, but like all those are premieres of all these movies happening, and it's like there's so some really after exclusive the, stuff after the movie plays. Then there's usually a party for that movie, and that's the kind of stuff we would go. We go. And we, and we, we got invited. We, we either got invited to those through friends, or we got invited those through filmmakers after they'd done the interview and they realized we weren't psychos, and they were like, "Oh, you got to come to our after party," or or from uh, PR. So, so that was fun, and at the at the parties. At the after parties, you're just there hanging out with the other people. And there's something about South by like there's no there might be a VIP area, but South by Southwest is pretty down to earth. So the director, right. the actors, like they're just there and you can decide whether or not you want to bother them. It definitely wasn't a like grab them and take a picture scene the way it was at mm. like the Emmys. It's much more of like a people hanging out and celebrating this thing with each mm -hmm. other as opposed to some kind of like award show. Event. A publicity. Right. It's not really right. a publicity event. It is right. more of a which is what an award show kind of seems like. Yeah, that that that's right. more like that. And mm -hmm. and then there are the parties that are on the actual South by Southwest plan, and then there are all the other ones. And those either by being virtue of being journalists, like we got to go to the pre the pre launch of the Yellow Jackets um oh, uh, right. activation, right. which was Camp Yellow Jackets, which was probably the most elaborate of the of the big set pieces that were there and that was that was nuts i mean that had that had i love that show signature I think drinks I'm, and... I'm the only one of the three of us that loves it i i, I, I will keep watching it it's very dark for me it th th there was a lot of cannibalism themed in the we did to get to take these funny pictures though you got to take these i should we should post those portraits that we got mm -hmm. taken there that was that was so we so we got to go to that that was yeah so the but it was definitely not a the only the only celebrity quote unquote that we made take a selfie with us was was ruby cruz everyone else we played it cool with but ruby cruz that was for our families because that, that mm -hmm. and emily hampshire you guys took pictures with her oh yeah, but we did an interview with her, so that's part of part of the. Yeah, we need we to take yeah. we need to take pictures of the proof, people we proof do the interviews interview. with. Yeah, it, it's yeah. important for the. But in terms of when someone was just being normal and not working, that was the one time we said, "Can we please take a picture with you?" And mm -hmm. okay, and okay, so rapid fire, quick. Best thing you ate. Best screen best thing experience. I okay, hold on. Start with the best thing. Okay. I ate. Best thing, best I thing ate was ate. the the pork wing from the University of Arizona. Um, uh, at the Wonder House. That was incredible. Mm, best thing I ate were these like little dulce de leche 
like butter Ooh. cookies. It was like a butter cookie stuffed with dulce de leche. So like an affogato, but not an affogato, an alfajore, but but as like a dumpling cookie is the best way to describe it. It was so good. Sounds very interesting, both of your choices. And best screening experience because last year Shai went to the Midnight Shorts and Samo Shari and hit the roof. Do you know we did didn't even get into like the that? Midnight Shorts this year? It must have been. I was like, going to ask. I was wondering why I haven't heard about that. There's a bunch of screenings we just didn't get into because it's so lot, hard to get in. Now, I would say, while Bottoms was the big premiere that we went to and was super fun because you had, it was like a big crowd and it's che- people are cheering and it just it was really wild and fun. I think we're going to have to say 299. Yeah. 299 Street West was amazing. Because the people music. who were there were really there for it, and we were cheering and having very awesome. emotional at times. Yeah, I, mean, I think that whenever, was for whenever sure they the, showed, the most meaningful one. Whenever they showed Gord Downey from Tragically Hip on the screen, right. the whole Everybody. crowd went crazy. It was very emotional. It was. Mm-hmm. I turned That's to. Really I, cool. Yeah, I turned to. I turned to the people we were with, and I said. I can't even objectively evaluate this movie because it is so. It's like a piece moving. of your childhood. Yeah, yeah. so moving. Um, but yeah, that right. was the. That, well, but that's the fun of going to it, and you're going there when the filmmakers are there, and so that was really fun. Right. I mean, and you had a you had a, a really big experience at Top Show. You had Nicolas Cage from last year, and Moshari, and like I feel like you had a great time the first time. So seems like this year. Met its match. It's pretty and cool. you never know what it's going to be, too, because you, you, I mean, there was no like, oh, this is I mean, we did kind of know bottoms would be a big deal, but I didn't really mm-hmm. know that that premiere would be the party that it was. It was a party. It was it was. Yeah. Wild. And and Ooh. we did a much better job getting our tickets than we did for the Nicolas Cage thing. So we we had really good seats. You weren't in the back. Oh, that's awesome. Um, well, as they well, say, next year in Austin. There you go. All right. So uh, mm-hmm. shout outs and Rex. Lily, do you have anything that you've been watching? Um, yes, I watched a, um, pretty funny show in Spanish. I don't know, you know, if anybody watches Spanish TV, but on Netflix, there's a show called Machos Alpha, Alpha Males. Um, and it's about these like dudes in their forties and they're all having like relationship problems and they, um, are, told to go to a course on deconstructing masculinity and it's just pretty funny i watched it with mom which was maybe why i loved it so much because she just was <laughs> cracking up um and because spanish culture traditionally is quite like macho or machista or whatever and so i think it was really like it's just like a funny show and if you're hey maybe looking to learn some spanish it's a lot of slang there's a lot of uh, slang words that are used um and so that was a fun comedy um we are uh, i unfortunately watched the magic mike in london movie which i want to erase from my brain because i spent the whole time um, going you should how did this get made with a bunch of honestly had you gone to see it with a bunch of horny arlington moms it would have been a way <laughs> more fun experience maybe maybe you're right it's all about context um you gotta get to see true. with the right crowd I'm watching The Mandalorian convert to Judaism. It's an interesting documentary. <laughs> I don't know if I can recommend it to everyone. Um, and and speaking of Judaism, Shai uh, uh, told me to watch the show The Calling, which is really interesting, um, on Peacock. 
Peacock. And it is about an Orthodox uh, detective in New York City solving like the like a mystery of a disappearing kid, and it's mm. it's it's pretty interesting. I I'm I like it so far. I'm you know what, you know what's really through. good about it also, Lil, is that it doesn't stretch out the mystery over eight episodes. You get like two mysteries, two or three mysteries. Oh, you know what? I was wondering. I was like, well, I feel like we're really coming. We're coming yeah, to a yeah, close no, you, here. You get two or three. Only in episode four. Yeah, which I appreciate because sometimes I, they just drag out those mysteries. It's just yeah, too long. I, I really like the way they do it. Like they don't make you like it doesn't require eight episodes, and so they don't make you take eight episodes. So it's good. Oh, that that's good. Um, so yeah, so I'm sure that I've got other stuff. I'm sure you guys have a million things that you've watched. Um, but we can always save that. For um, us. I feel like in the last week I watched History of the World Part Two. Oh, yeah. I have a few episodes left of that. It's very joy- I... very joyful to see these people like the the Mel Brooks torch past. Oh, it was so joyful. It was really it's really fun. I really love that. Uh, yeah, I really love that. Yeah, that, um, that's what I watched this past week. I'm sure I've seen other things, but that's what is standing. Oh, out the right Last of Us. That was the the Last of Us is what everybody's chit-chatting about. That's I saw that. Well, one. you love a zombie you... survival. I'm it's like a... a less scary walk, uh, Walking Dead. So if I you're mean... into that kind of stuff, Becky, you Mushroom... could watch it. Nothing Mushroom... scary happens. I watched in the, the show. I watched the first three episodes. Mushrooms oh. aren't scary. Yeah, all I it's it's say. more of watching the characters together. I guess. I think I'm going to keep watching it because I really do love Pedro Pascal. So I'm going to. He's gonna he's so great. Yeah, he's it's such a show. He's really having. Yeah, he's having a moment. Fine, great. Finally, they're doing something right. Put him in every channel. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, for me, I so at one of the parties of South by Southwest, we met an awesome uh, pair of actors, um, Britt Rentschler and Michael Tennant, and they wrote a film, Pretty Problems, which had been at the festival in previous years. And I watched that film, and I really liked it. Um, it was, uh, it's a really fun, like people being tossed into the world of insane rich people and how they react to it. Comedy, uh, very tight, very tight and very funny movie. And, uh, they were really nice people. So it was great to meet them. Cool. So, um, uh, I, I, I recommend that one as well. And I believe I watched it on, it's available on the stream in the streaming world. I think it's on AMC right now, but it's bouncing around between the streaming. So it should be streamable somewhere. Um, on a uh, 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 where people subscribe, so that's what I have there. Well, uh, with that in mind, uh, Lily, where can people follow you and Becky? At F and M Sisters on the gram. You can follow me at Pancake and Number Four Table. All the Friday Night Movie shenanigans at Friday Night Movie or FridayNightMovie dot com. And uh, thanks for catching up, Lily Beck. Bye. Miss you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Friday Night Movie, the sibling rivalry and pop culture podcast. Join the Friday Night Movie family by following at Fry Night Movie on all of the socials and visiting our website, FryNightMovie.com. Our theme song is by What Does It Eat? And make sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.